like rotisserie chicken. You just set it and forget it. You play to win the game. Welcome, everyone, to episode 12 of the PNFL pod. My name is Patrick Coyote. I'm sitting here with Coach Jake, Jake Timmerman. Hey, everybody. Ken Boson. How's it going? Kenny, how you doing? All right. You had a bottle thrown at you today. Not at me personally, but at us as a group. That sucks. It does suck. I'm sorry. It happens. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Like, just it's being... wild. You guys are just out there doing your jobs. You're not even yeah, police. Yeah, we were. So the, the story is that we were working downtown today. I work for Multnomah County Road Department, and we were setting up some barricades to block the flow of traffic on one specific street. And we happened to be inside the fence of the police cordon, and people would throw glass bottles at people I work with. Uh, only one person got hit, luckily, and it was after it shattered on a fence, and so there's no damage done. But the fact that we're associated, <clears throat> and so we get bottles thrown at us, like, right. that's, yeah, it's not right. It's not Man, right. that's so crazy. Yeah, that's hard, because you're just, you're just out there doing your fucking job. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, welcome to episode 12, everyone. This is... A fantastic episode. I'm so excited. This, for this. is so exciting. Mm-hmm. We cannot wait. Mm-hmm. Our guest on the show today, the goat, the living legend That's himself. Right. Yep. Bert's better half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ernie Garcia, uh, coach at City College of San Francisco. He'll be joining us in just a little bit. Uh, but first. Whiskey of the week. What are we drinking, Ken? We are, uh, we've got a Blade and Bow Kentucky Straight Bourbon. Mm-hmm. It is very good. Oh, it's man. actually it's made in Kentucky, good. so that's how you know it's good. It is Kentucky it is. bourbon. So it's a uh, 45.5%, 91 proof. And uh, bottle's reasonably priced. It's mid-40s for the price, so it's not terrible. But uh, it's pretty good. It's got, a, like Jake was saying earlier, it's you know it's got some sweetness to it to, to offset the harshness of being uh, higher proof than a normal whiskey. I like it a lot. It's very good. Yeah, yeah it's very good. I think, in, I mean, <clears throat> for, for me, for the, this, um, I'm going to give this one uh, Coach Jake's first top shelf. Oh, hey. top shelf or yeah, top man, shelf? I would I would drink this uh, every day of the week and twice on Sundays if it's, I had the option. It's a good bottle. I I've been I've been looking at it on the shelf for the last like maybe eight weeks. Yeah, this podcast, and I finally just like you know what? I'll just buy it. Yeah. Wow, oh, I love it. Yeah, I, I would really agree. Yeah, we had it for the first time shit. last week. Last week, last I think week. we were kind of sipping yep. on it. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah, blade and bow, blade and bow. It's really good. Do you? Uh, do you have a good gerb? Yeah, I do. <clears throat> you know. Great gerb. Uh, I'm sorry, what? I uh, I see you did a great gerb out there. I did a great what? A great gerb. Yeah, for those of you guys listening, uh, before the intro music dropped, um, that was George Floyd's brother Terrence uh, that we kind of had a little sound bite of, and for that man to step up um, in the midst of just an absolute family tragedy. Uh, where his family has been probably one of the biggest victims of just public injustice um, that I can remember in my lifetime. 
um, for him to kind of be that poised and that clear and be that dedicated to um, his community. But I think it, with a message for all of us at large and, you know, um, going through, you know, kind of our own, our own sector, our own um, experience of kind of just everything that's been happening in the last couple of weeks in this country for him to have that kind of composure and that kind of just poise. Um, great job. I, I can't, great I can't yeah. say enough good <clears> things <throat> about, about uh, Terrence Floyd. Yeah. I mean, uh, shout out to all the people that are out there protesting peacefully. Yes. Peacefully. Uh, you know, I've had a lot of friends out there, a lot of allies. Um, you know, everyone's wearing masks. The, those that are there for the right cause are keeping it peaceful. Yep. yep. Um, you know, and, and it sucks when a couple of people come in and decide that they want to take advantage of that situation and right. and uh, affect something that we're all kind of hoping that changes. Yeah, um, right. You know, police brutality is no secret in this country. And, and for a lot of us uh, who have grown up and been in football locker rooms, when you're in a locker room, it's – and like many people have said over the last week and a half – it's every every person from every race, every ethnicity, every religion coming together for one common goal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that is what we need in our country today. We need every person of every color, uh, every religion, every sector coming in to just be equal. Yeah. Treat everyone the same. It's the golden rule, man. Treat yeah. Treat everyone the way that you would want to be treated. Right. So <clears throat> kudos to uh, Mr. Floyd. Kudos to all the people out there protesting for a good cause. Absolutely. Don't yeah. be douchebags and throw bottles at people that are just, <laughs> just trying, trying to just don't throw bottles. Yeah, <laughs> just, just don't, don't throw just bottles. Just don't throw bottles. <laughs> you know, yeah. we, I mean, we were, <laughs> when, when we were out there last night, um, you know, everything was pretty peaceful uh, until people just, you know, couple guys it's start throwing water bottles yeah, and you, I mean, it's like yeah. uh that's not what we're here for right? yeah but when i had some downtime <clears throat> i talked to a few of the cops one i recognized a school resource officer of mine mm-hmm. and uh, i was talking to him about it and you know he's like we love the peaceful protesters it's their right as an american to do it and we want to facilitate it yeah you know but they said every night there's 100 what they yeah. estimated is 100 to 200 people yeah. who are in the midst of all the regular protesters who just for whatever reason, they get this wild and, hair yeah, that they, they want to do something more. And don't get it twisted either. Like there was, I believe it was either Sunday or Monday. Uh, I mean, people were out there peacefully yep. and they got tear gassed. I know Mason yeah. was one of those people. Alexis, yeah. <clears throat> Alexis got tear gassed. Oh, wow. Right. Yeah. It, it, for they, they were doing what they were supposed to be doing. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, unfortunate casualty from yeah. the people not doing and the we right just, thing. We just need, you know, and we'll keep seeing videos of old people getting pushed over and yep. women getting pushed down and, and beaten and people getting run over. And We're going to keep seeing those. We are. It's just, and it, it's so important, you know, just as a, as, as the ranking old guy on the podcast, uh, <laughs> I'm going to say, Way you know, I know, right. Uh, <laughs> When you see Wise acts of that's right. <laughs> when you guys see acts of justice, acts of righteousness, acts of people being like good, that's the stuff that needs to get retweeted. Because I can't, you yeah. know, I, I mean, I've I've been, you know, kind of just all over Twitter. Um, I, I'm sure like everybody's been on their oh, yeah. social media piece, um, and the stuff that I've been really <laughs> trying to retweet and kind of put out there. 
um, is people doing good? Yeah, uh, and on all sides of this thing, because there have been who, who tons. Is that one, who is that one police chief? That like they just took oh, off all their gear. Yeah, and they that started. was in Flint, Michigan. I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, right. The, that was the, awesome. It was well, the sheriff was, of that county. Well, Great to see. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and and in in uh, just in our own backyard here in Portland, um, you know, there were there is uh, I saw a video of of cops taking a knee along with the uh, uh, along with a lot of the protesters. So did I mean, I think the, that. Did you see the second part of that? No, I didn't see that oh, part. I, I just saw. Who did the those protesters? Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I can't, I can't speak to that, but I, I can definitely say that. that but it, of, but there are, of, yeah, there's a lot of examples. There's a lot of, of examples right. of that going around. So anytime, don't just you know retweet like, oh, to prove a point, like, oh, look at this side, look yeah. at this side, how terrible they are. Right. Dude, that's not going to help anybody. You no, have no, to retweet. You have to. We have to start. Like, I mean, across the board, start changing all narratives yeah. around yeah. that there are um, that African Americans in this country do have allies. Yeah. And that, um, you know what, uh, we have a lot of growth to do in this country. Absolutely. Um, as a, as a culture, I saw someone say, and this is the last thing I'm going to say on it. I saw someone say that, uh, even after the civil rights act passed in the sixties, racism didn't get, it, it didn't get better. Technology just got more advanced. So while, you know, the civil rights act was passed. There were still a lot of things going on. And now that we have a video camera at every, every turn, a lot of this stuff is going to come out. Absolutely. Right. And, and that's the truth. So we as a society have to change for the better. And it's one day at a time, one day at a time, one person at a time. Uh, and you know, like you said, great. I mean, that's the whole point of this whole thing is all lives do matter. Right. But, they Not can't until, matter yeah. until black lives matter. That's Absolutely. that's where the all lives matter people they they just don't see that part of it. They're they're not wrong. They just right. don't see that it's not equal yet. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. You want to call him? Yeah. Let me call. Let's get our. Let's get. Him let's on get the, Ernie let's, on the let's phone. Let's get the goat on the phone here. We'll, we'll. Okay. All right. Now on the podcast, joining us, the goat, Coach. At City College of San Francisco, Ernie, the Goat, Garcia. Hey guys, how you doing, Coach? Good. Thank you for the introduction. Absolutely, uh, you've oh earned man. it, brother. You've earned it. Uh, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go that far. I keep telling you guys, the Goat is a little <laughs> bit, uh, a, a little bit much. <laughs> no, it's not enough. We 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 settle on the goat because that's all we got, Coach. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I appreciate it though, definitely. <laughs> Absolutely. Can you guys hear me? Okay, I, I got. Oh my, yeah. Uh, I got, yeah. I got a new headset on, so. Oh um, no, we got you. It's perfect. You got that pass. new Xbox uh, <laughs> gamer console headset on. I got the. I got. You know, I've never played a video game in my life. <laughs> Good for you. Probably better for it. <laughs> I'm also twice as old as you guys. So. Oh. <laughs> Well, Coach, uh, this is Patrick. Maybe uh, just pat on that one. Just, Hi, Pat. How you doing? I'm doing great. I, I just wanted to say, you know, we miss you up here. Uh, miss having you around. And uh, we we're, we're, we might have to come down to San Francisco and pay you a visit. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, this year you guys got to come down. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully we have a season. Uh, oh, yeah. No kidding. Yeah. yeah. 
And, and if that happens, then definitely you guys got to come down. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to have to jump in with you and get those box seats like you got them Niners yeah. tickets, brother. I've seen them pictures of you <laughs> there sideline. Yeah, you see those. Uh, you see the, the pictures from the Super Bowl, too. I right? see them. Oh, I seen wow. them, bro. I seen them. Flex, flex. I went to the Super Bowl. I had knee replacement. Um, I had knee replacement surgery January 15th. Oh my and, god! Uh, I was at the Super Bowl February second. You're wow. a madman. I was gonna say it's what is what I hear is Coach Ernie's a gamer. <laughs> yep, and that oh, is that's right. That is why you're the goat. <laughs> I'm definitely a gamer for sure. That's right. Hey, and you know what? It was great. They, 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 you know, my wife's been an employee with the team for more than 20 years, and so um, and they made a lot of special <laughs> arrangements for me um, oh. to travel and everything. So wow. it was it was a it was a great trip, and they that's they awesome. uh, really took care of us. Yeah. Hey, that's that awesome. that's awesome, man. Yeah, I mean, John Lynch was one of my favorite players growing up. Uh, oh, and, yeah. you know, to see all his success in San Francisco so far has been awesome. And it looks like they're running a, a good ship down there, but, yeah. uh, John Lynch, John Lynch went to Stanford too. So he's, yep, uh, yep. he's a smart man. You know, we got love for him up here. Absolutely. <laughs> well, Hey coach, we wanted to down ask, here. we wanted to ask you some questions. Uh, and, and I'll, I'll start it off. Uh, you know, wh- I know that you've been coaching for a long time. Uh, and, and I know that you're at the, the JUCO level right now, but I just wanted to know personally, like what, what are the top qualities that you look for when you're doing your recruiting process? Um, it's the recruiting, uh, you know, if, I don't know if any of you guys have ever been through the whole recruiting process. It's very, very, um, I don't want to say easy and I don't want to say it's hard. It is work. Yeah. Uh, we watch a lot of film. We look at players. You know, um, sometimes <clears throat> uh, you you might miss out on a guy if you just say, "Oh, he's not big enough," or "He's not. He's too short," or "He's too skinny," or whatever. Because an eighteen-year-old, an eighteen-year-old can be five ten. You know, I coach defensive ends. Uh, I'm a I'm an assistant coach, and I'm a uh, on the D line, and I coach defensive ends. So I might get a kid who comes in. And he's 5'11", and he's, uh, you know, 205 pounds. And um, you think, oh, he's too small. But, uh, you know, the truth is between 18 and 19, he can go from 5'11 to 6'2", and from, you know, 210, 220 to 250, you know, in in a year because of uh, with the weightlifting and proper nutrition and all that. So you kind of got to look at a lot of things. You want to watch film on him. You want to talk to uh, coaches. Uh, you want to talk to um, uh, coaches and people that have played against him. Um, a lot of times, though, it's you know you talk to the kid himself, um, find out what he's about. We have a, a you know a, a culture here that um, um, is really um, uh, diverse, and so you know you got to you want to find kids that you you feel are going to fit in. Uh, and that want to work because when you come to city college, you know, it's like every, uh, most college programs are like that. Like every player on the team was, you know, first team, all league and, you know, all county or all conference and all that, mm-hmm. you know, you're no longer that guy. And so you got to have a, you want to find players that not only athletically um, and physically ha- uh, fit the mold, but also, you know, are, are, are tough. They're, they're going to realize that, Hey, you know, I'm 18, fresh out of high school, and I'm playing against a kid who's, you know, maybe uh, graduated, spent a couple years in the military. You know, he's now 21, 
Um, he's like, you know, a little bit of a grown man. And, and, and you want to find people that have, uh, that heart in them that will be able to say, Hey, you know, uh, uh I can compete. Uh, I love to compete. I want to compete. And I, I, uh, you know, I want to do it at city college, San Francisco. You know, coach, I follow you. I follow you and I follow a fair amount of the folks there at city college. And one of the things that you guys hashtag all the time is ain't no place like city. I'm curious, you know, and, and I think you spoke to it just a second ago. You're talking a little bit about, uh, kind of the culture of, of, uh, city college there. I'm curious, what makes, what is it about the culture at city that, that makes it ain't no place like city? Um, the hashtag is, uh, no place like city. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and, and we are, um, you know, uh, they talk about San Francisco being, I mean, we could sit here and say, look, 10 national championships and, uh, 20, 20, uh, or 15 state championships if you want and to crown 12, uh, or 22 conference championships. You can say all these things and, and talk about just the numbers and, and we do, you know, and we do, but also, you know, you get these kids, they come in San Francisco, just San Francisco in itself. You guys are, um, you know, Portland's a big city, uh, Seattle are big cities, but San Francisco's a big city and it's, it's not that big of a place. It's only seven miles wide at its widest part. Mm. So it's really not that big. And you have all these different communities and all this cool, uh, uh, life and atmosphere. And there's always some, you know, uh, so, some kind of cultural festival going on and there's always a lot of people, and it's and and when the kids come in, sometimes they come in and they're like, wow, you know, you get a kid, even if he's just from, you know, an hour and a half away, but, you know, uh, coming from Stockton to San Francisco, it's a it's a culture shock because, you know, San Francisco is just, you know, every, you know, all the cool people are in San Francisco and all the hipsters are in San Francisco and all the yuppies are in San Francisco and all the Silicon Valley money is in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. So it's a it's a it's a community that's full of a lot of different cultures and a lot of different people, and um, you know I grew up I was born in San Francisco raised in San Francisco I'm a city kid, uh, I grew up in the Mission District in San Francisco which was um, predominantly Hispanic, and um, you know I guess the hood um, would be uh, <laughs> would, would would be part of it but you know when you when you're growing up like that you don't really feel like you're growing up in the hood these are just my the street I live on right sure. I think but you know San Francisco is is a is a city that's uh, uh on the edge of you know a lot of new things that happen start in San Francisco and so you know you come in this you come in the city and and you're you know you get a kid who's from out of town or out of state and they come in and they're living seven guys to a two bedroom apartment and um in your and you know uh, being in college, uh, it's not that unusual, um, but it's different, you know. And all of a sudden, you got all these new friends. You got guys. I mean, we have players that come from Sweden and Norway and Australia, uh, Australia. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so we have we have them all, and they come from everywhere to play at City. And we, you know, um, open arms for 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 anybody uh, who wants to come in and put in the work. You know, that's one good thing about junior college is um, even if I don't recruit you, you can show up, you can sign up and you can come down to the coach's office and say, I want to play football. Mm. And uh, we're going to say, OK, put your name right here. Let's get you signed up and get you going. That's awesome. You know? So really quick, we want to go ahead and kind of transition kind of from 
you know, kind of the kind of focusing on city and the program and talk a little bit more about you real quick. Kenny, you yeah. had a question. Yeah. So I'm curious, uh, what got you into football? Uh, how did you start and, uh, did uh, you play anywhere? I played, um, I played football, uh, since I was about eight years old, like most kids, I was in the boys club football. Um, I went to, uh, uh, my parent, we moved to, a uh, uh, from San Francisco when I was, um, 12 or 13 years old, we moved to Pacifica, California, which is about 10 minutes from San Francisco. It's on the ocean. Mm-hmm. It's a beach town. Um, and a, a, a nice little small community. I played at a high school there, Oceana High School. Um, I was a, uh, I mean, you guys have seen me. I'm all of 5'7". <laughs> um, so um, I was a good high school football player. Um, I like to think I was a... Uh, um, uh, uh, That's a great size you know. for a PNFL tight end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not going to be a little big for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, and so uh, college, I made three attempts to play college uh, football. Uh, all of them um, ended in um, not disaster, but uh, not uh, really. Not. I wasn't not. I was. No, I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and lie and tell you all these stories about what a great college football player I was. <laughs> because I, I wasn't. Let's be honest. I tried at three different schools. Um, I was good enough to go to three different schools, but I was not. Uh, you know. Right. Once I got to be around 20, I realized that the, the dream was was over. And then I got I got a call from my high school coach saying, whom I did not get along with as a high school player. I didn't. I'm not one of those guys who loved his high school coach. Interesting. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. But he called me up and he said, "Hey, one of the coaches got fired. Uh, got in an argument with a kid and whatever happened. Did you want to finish the season out, helping us out?" And I was like, "Sure." And uh, that was 1985. And um, I coached two years there. Then I took a couple of years. I was living in Florida. I was working in the airlines. I moved back to California in 1989, and I started coaching uh, uh, high school football then in 1989. And I've coached uh, pretty much every year since. Um, uh, 1989, uh, when I moved back, is also when I had my first uh, semi-pro season. Mm-hmm. So I've been I've been doing semi pro a long time. Who what what team yeah. did you play for down there in the Cali League? The, uh, the uh, Pacifica Outlaws. Okay. And um, you guys can you guys can I mean we all know Bill Carlin. Hey. Um, <laughs> Bill Carlin and I were on a team together in 1990. I want to say 1990 or 1991. Um, that uh, a team that actually won 33 games in a row and three wow. championships. Wow. And, uh, yeah, it was a, uh, a team that was – and it's funny. Our team was made up mostly of uh, City College of San Francisco alumni, oh, um, no. which is which is kind of a uh, – uh, which kind of – you know, it's yeah, – you know, uh, uh, this area, the, the, the area around here at City College football, um, uh, we have a lot of players now in the semi-pro leagues that come out of City College as well. So, but I've been coaching. I coached at like seven high schools. Um, uh, I made my way up and down the peninsula uh, here, uh, the San Francisco uh, Bay, uh, the peninsula. I coached at uh, Woodside High School in Woodside, California. I coached at Burlingame High School. I coached at uh, Oceana High School. I coached mm. at Terranova High School. Um, gun high school. So I, so I've been around, you've been around. So let me ask you this. What was it like to 
coach in the PNFL? Because you, you, you were on the Sentinel staff uh, last season. Uh, what was that experience like? Um, it, it was it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed um, coming coming up there and getting an opportunity um, to, to work uh, to work with the, the the guys up there. Um, I'm I'm spoiled. I, I coached uh, you know the last two years. I've won two championships with my team in California, and so I went up there and I didn't know what to expect. Um, and um, I was pleasantly surprised with the. Um, with the, with the game up there, um, we had a we had a good squad. You know, all you guys were a part of it, so yeah. um, it was a it was a good squad. I I uh, didn't make it to every game, but um, five the five games that I went to, we won. Uh, hey. um, and, and, and you wonder why we call in, you the goat, <laughs> <laughs> including including the game against the the win against the uh, eventual league champs, the buzzers, yes. the buzz gang, what yeah. a great buzzards, game. Yeah. Yeah, you know it's funny. I don't know about you guys, but I'm two and zero against the buzzards. Oh, <laughs> really? Big flex, big flex. Really? They came, they, they came down. The South Lane buzzards came down to uh, Pacifica, California, to play the uh, Pacifica Islanders. I was the uh, defensive coordinator yeah, uh, that, that year. Yeah, and they came down here, and um, we played a really good game. What's the name of that kid? The big running back. Um, so is it? Uh... Miller touchdown Jesus. I don't. I'm trying. I, I don't. Uh, he's a. Uh, I can't remember his name. He didn't play running back this year. Mm. Um, that much. Was or I don't know if he played running back. Might have been Shed. Was it Pat Shed? Oh, he said big running back. Oh, big. I mean, big. Yeah, it's a big tall brother. Um, oh. Uh, I mean, a couple. Years, I mean, a couple years back. I mean, a couple. A couple years back, that would have been Hyphy uh, uh, Ireland. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Oh, it's hyphy. Okay, yeah. you got it. Yep. Hyphy, hyphy back then. Yep. So he, they came down and uh, they were, I guess they had hadn't lost a game in a while, or they were doing. They were pretty good. They were. A yeah. Force. And yeah, they've been very good for a long time. Yeah, they came down here and they gave us a really good game. I mean, we we beat them, but um, uh, we uh, it was it was a it was a good game. I think we overlooked them. We didn't think very much of what they were. Uh, the competition and stuff, and so we ended up having a uh, 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 play uh, pretty well in the second half uh, to win. Uh, and I know it's disrespectful and all that, but the, you know it is what it is. And yeah. <laughs> so, how would you? I mean, how would you compare? They up, how would you compare that old buzzers team to the new one? Um, I think that. Uh, that buzzards team back then was um a lot more um a lot more physical a little bit more diverse than the one they had this year oh, all right God damn it. i i just you know i just uh, that team that came down i mean they were tough and they were big and that yeah. they were they were a bully so well hey interesting interesting Whoa, okay so, Coach, I, I, don't know, I don't know about anybody else, but I'm two and zero against. Them. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, I never yeah. lost to him. <laughs> so, so, Coach, one of the things that you know, always, uh, I always appreciated about our interactions together is that you know, I came, uh, I had not planned on coaching this last se- or la- last season, You're and right, kind of got man. and uh, kind of got press ganged into coming back, and so I stepped in and kind of just got awarded the job of uh, defensive coordinator, and uh, was told that. Uh, 
Yeah, this is Ernie, and he's going to be on your staff. And so I didn't realize kind of your pedigree going into this thing. And so uh, I, I guess I'm curious for you, what was it like, uh, you know, just and to kind of maybe give everybody a little bit of an insight or kind of peek. What was it like, you know, working with me? And, and how was it, you know, kind of coming from your background, your pedigree, to, you know, kind of having to kind of take orders from a guy who's a bit of a weekend hack. Don't don't be afraid to blast him, Ernie. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, don't no, be no. afraid to be harsh. Yeah, we, we keep it 100 here. No, I'll tell you what. Well, you know, I'm 56 years old, and uh, I've been coaching football, like I said, since 1985. And um, I've, got, I've won a lot. I've been successful um, at, the, at every level I've you been at. I've had very few seasons where we weren't uh, where I wasn't part of a, a good staff or a good team. But I, I'm also smart enough to know that I don't know everything. And, um, be, you know, coming on at, onto that staff, you guys, you know, you all know each other. You all, you know, knew each other. You all had played together. You all had uh, uh, been, been you know, in championships uh, together. And, and so – I came in and all I told myself was, you know what, man, I'm just I'm coaching football, I'm working with a group of guys, and I'm just I'm just another coach on the staff. Uh, Jake is, and I'll tell you some one thing about Jake is is, uh, you know, you talk about people talk about football junkies or, or you know, you can call yourself weekend warriors, and you know, we we say all these things, you know, pop adult pop Warner. And, <laughs> I've never heard and, that before. That's funny. That's like great. That. Don't, don't pop Warner. I'm gonna steal that. There's, there's all these, there's all these, uh, you know, things that, that people talk about. But you know, bottom line is football, man. It's blocking, tackling, and and um, and game planning. And um, Jake has a, you have a really good mind for the game. You understand what you do. You have your package. You know exactly what you want to do. Exactly what you want to run. And my job was uh, I'm a I've always said I'm a good assistant coach. I've been head coaches along the way, but I'm a good assistant coach. You tell me what you want to do and I will make sure that my guys are doing what they're supposed to be doing. Uh, I, even at the level I'm at now, you know, I don't go in there and you know, I work with a lot of co- young coaches. Our head coach at City College, Jimmy Collins, he's a young guy, he's in his mid 30s, you know, and um I learned you know, I've learned a lot from him. I'm not one of those guys who feels like I know everything because I don't, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm not going to act like, ah, oh, man, I've been coaching longer than you've been alive. Well, uh, that doesn't mean I can't learn. And that doesn't mean I can't get better and I can't feed my, uh, my, my, you know, uh, my, 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 uh, ego, um, on somebody else it's like hey you know what this is your program this is your team you're the defensive coordinator what do you want and then now my job is to come in and make sure that the guys that i'm coaching do what they're supposed to do and it really isn't it isn't like oh these guys are young and this and that doesn't matter to me you work hard you knew what you're doing you're watching film you knew your defense you knew everything you knew what you wanted, and you knew when the guys made mistakes, and you knew when guys were lined up incorrectly. That's what it's all about. It isn't about uh, I coach college football. You know, I I do. It's it's junior college football, and it's a uh, you know, and it's a it's a great uh, opportunity that I was given. I'm one of those people. I'm an off-campus coach. I work uh, I work at the I'm an information director of information uh, technology, and I am, you know, I have a career. 
Uh, and so I, but I'm a football coach and, and I'll always be a football coach. And I would be, I would, I would be doing myself as well as the players and everyone else a disservice if I thought, man, these guys don't know what they're talking about. I've been doing this longer than you've been alive, which is, you know, for some of them, it's true, but I can always learn, you know, yeah. and I can always get better. Right. Yeah. There's always room to grow. There's always, always room to Absolutely. improve your knowledge and change your way of thinking. For sure. Absolutely. All right. So, uh, I got another question for you. Um, can you give a roadmap for a semi-pro player that wants to go to the next level or, or college? And uh, what does a semi-pro guy need to do to get a look from a college program like City College? Are you thinking about a career change there, Kenny? I've already uh, used up my time. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, could, I could do NAIA, but I can't do NCAA. Yeah, I was going to say, you can, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can go to NAIA or Division Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I can't, um, I can't the, do NCAA. George Fox needs NAIA. players, Kenny. Let's go. The, <laughs> We have a we have a, a we uh, we have a, a guy actually on the semi pro team that I'm a part of right now. We have a player. His name is uh, Yosia Yosia, um, and he uh, he played semi pro out of high school. Um, and everyone was I mean he was a good player. He's six. He's six six. Jeez. You know um, three. You know two hundred ninety five pounds. A big kid. Jeez. And um, so we ended up. Uh, I ended up talking him into, I didn't, but the, the coaching staff talked him into going to City College. He went to City College, played at City for two years, then he went to, um, and was, ended up, uh, played at City for two years, and he went to West Texas State. Oh, wow. And then, um, and then, uh, and he, like I said, he was married, he had a kid, mm. and um, was, uh, went to West Texas, and then um, ended up getting on a, uh, a few practice squads, uh, hey. namely, namely the um, Denver Broncos. And I know you guys are Broncos fans. Hey, hey. So just, you, just the you, one, of just the one. one of us. Only just one the of one. Us. You can you you can look back. Up, you can look it up. His name was Yosia. Yosia, first name, last name are the same. Oh, um, yeah. But he was also with the he was also with the uh, Tennessee Titans and the Arizona Cardinals. Nice. So there's a and that's a that's a that's just one story of a semi-pro player that. Um, that goes on to play college. The thing is, um, when you, I don't, I would never, there's always a place for a kid to play college football. That's community college is a great place to go. Yeah. Uh, if you, if you didn't, if you want to play college football and you weren't recruited and, or maybe you didn't even play that much because, uh, for whatever reason, grades or, or whatever, you know, get yourself your, you know, your GED or get graduated and then, uh, whatever it needs to do to, you can always go play junior college football and, and yeah. live your dream. I always say, don't, you know, if I get a kid who's 18 or 19, I tell him, go play college football first, man. Mm-hmm. Cause first of all, go, go learn how to play football at that level so right. that, um, so that you can, you know, um, see if you can do something with yourself, get your opportunity, maybe play some, uh, you know, get a scholarship if you can. Um, you know, we had, you know, we get guys that, I mean, we must have had 25, 30 scholarships every year the last few years. There's opportunities out there for guys. And before you come to play semi-pro, you know, and there's some guys that just aren't going to make it to college. They got to go to work right away. They're not going to be able to play college football. Mm-hmm. And, you know, definitely, you know, semi-pro is a way to go. But if you're 18 and you're living at home and, you know, go to college and play football first before you, before you, before you give up the, the, 
for you to give up the dream and right. play semi-pro. <laughs> yeah. But, no, that was, but I you mean, know, there's opportunities out there for you, you know, junior college. Not every state has junior college football. You guys, I know up there in Oregon, and, and they don't have junior college. Yeah, right. Do any college football. But a lot of those kids go to uh, Sequoias and um, Redwoods. Shasta and Shasta, places like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. College, of the, college, college of the Redwoods canceled football this year. Oh, wow. wow. Uh, it's yeah. Siskiyou's is another one. Yeah, yeah, that's a big one. yeah, I mean, that that's probably one of my personal uh, regrets from when I was coming out of high school was I didn't look that much into playing, you know, D2 or uh, looking at JUCO schools or anything like that. I, it, it was either I'm going to go to a D1 school or bus. And, yeah. and, and unfortunately, you know, that's one of the things that you look at now and, and a lot of, uh, you know, I, I know we tell a lot of high school kids now, like, don't bank on D1 offers. Yeah. D2 schools can be just as good, just yep. as beneficial for you. Uh, you know, and, and now we're seeing a lot more D2 uh, prospects get drafted in the NFL. Yeah, and, right. You know, uh, so. And, and the and the truth is, the truth is when you graduate, you got your diploma. It doesn't say it's a D1 or a D2. Right, right. No exactly. One it, just says, it just says you're a college graduate. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And, and that's the most important thing. I mean, I. Like to me, I mean, that's the most important thing is getting Absolutely. that degree, getting Absolutely. that free education yes. or yes. partially paid for uh, education, whatever it is. Right. And and that's what's important, because like I said, you know, you get kids. I, I'm going to tell you, you know, you guys know, uh, obviously, we have that connection that City College in Washington State. Mm hmm. Um, even Nick Rolovich, the new head coach at Washington <laughs> State, played Jake's at City College. Jake's rolling his eyes hard. No, keep going. I, I, I know. But, you know, you know what? Here's the thing. Let's. Go, I could just give you a – let me think for a second. Luan, uh, Shalom Luani. Um, yeah. Does that name sound familiar? Oh, yeah, Robert, Robert Taylor. Does mm-hmm. that sound familiar? Yeah. Uh, let me think from this year. Robert Valencia, mm-hmm. uh, offensive lineman. Aesop Winston. Yeah. Um, last uh, the Cougars uh, quarterback last year, Gordon. Anthony Gordon. And, 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 and the last one I was going to say, Anthony Gordon, because I got a little small story. Anthony Gordon, I was coaching at Terra High School in Pacifica, and Anthony Gordon was our quarterback. Hey. hey. And we, were, we won a section championship uh, together. That was 2014. 2015, he goes to City College, plays one year, trans, uh, uh, qualifies, transfers, goes to Washington State, and last year becomes the. Uh, Leading, I don't know, record-breaking quarterback at uh, Washington yeah. State. Yeah, now right. he's with Seattle. Right, which is which so is, is absolutely a, is... crazy because I mean he just like, he followed. I mean the guy that he filled in for just took the job from was Gardner Minshew. Yeah, right. And yeah. and the thing about Anthony Gordon was he graduated and could have left to go someplace else, mm-hmm. and maybe really? you know where he would have been able to play right. You know, the, uh, after you graduate, you can go anywhere. You don't have to sit out a year. Mm. And instead, he said, look, this is my job. I want it. This is the one I'm going to compete for. You can bring in whoever you want. I'm going to sit here. I'm going to win this job this year. And he did. Hey, good for him. And, and he was oh, a kid yeah. who was uh, uh, not recruited at all out of high school. Wow. At all. So, you know, the dream is, is uh, you know, to, 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 you know, he's a kid now. He's a, high, he's a college graduate. Um, he's got his name in the record books in the, in the Pac-12. And he signed as an undrafted free agent with Seattle. Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, 
he's a, a competitor and then uh and a, and a tough kid his father i know his father from back in the day his dad was a city college quarterback as well wow um yeah so it's a it is a um uh you know you just uh, you can be you can you don't have to be recruited out of high school and say it's d1 or nothing right you know yeah yeah, yeah. no he so competed was, you know, he, he competed crazy hard in that loss to the huskies oh <laughs> come on yeah hey so you so, can't win them all we know that, that one. that's right no absolutely so i know you yeah. said that uh juco and and d2 schools can be you know a, a good way to uh you know get that step we all know the netflix spe- uh, the netflix series last chance you and Correct. rumor had it that city was going to be the main school involved uh, with, I believe it's the fourth season, fourth yeah, or fifth season, season. Four, yeah. And uh, they they picked a different school, uh, but rumor has it that city turned down Netflix. Can you tell me why you guys made the decision as a program to stray away from uh, this series? Um. With that, I wasn't really involved in any of the, obviously, in the negotiations for all that. But I, I do know as a coaching staff, um, we talked about it and we felt like, um, you know, um, the first year, the first season or the second season, the kid who went to Auburn. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think he's in the NFL now, but or yep. he'll be in the NFL. Uh, but John Franklin. Yeah, yeah. John Franklin. Yeah. Franklin. Yeah. And he did not, he did not come across as, uh, uh, a, a nice kid, you know, yeah. just a, you know, I don't want to say anything bad about the kid. I don't know him, but he didn't come across very well. Right. And what happened was, what happened was, uh, school stopped recruiting players from that show because he didn't know what you're going to get. Wow. Mm. Auburn, okay. Auburn, 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 um, people who were, um, uh, you know, money, money contributors, mm-hmm. um, boosters, supporters, boosters, and supporters of the program were like, "We're giving you guys money to bring in guys like that." All right. I, I don't, okay. I don't know him. I don't know anything about him. I don't know. You know, I don't. Yeah, I, yeah. I watched the show, but I, it's not like I remember. But apparently, he didn't give off much of a impression. Mm-hmm. And um, and the boosters were like, well, "That's the guy that we got." And, you know, we probably greased that kid, and <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. So I don't know. I shouldn't say that because that makes me sound bad. But <laughs> no, no, no. I mean so, that makes sense. So not all publicity is good publicity, right? Yeah. So 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 we decided uh, um, we 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 turned them down. We were um, we were the school that they wanted, and um, they went to Laney instead. Who uh, are, uh, they're in Oakland, right across the bay. And um, I hate to say it, but we played them. They beat us. And so oh. we, when the when Netflix when the when the season this year of uh last chance you comes on the, the week uh i'm sure the week that uh we played them uh will be uh definitely highlighted because it was uh, yeah it's, uh, netflix, know, for them. netflix holds a grudge apparently yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> well yeah. now now will we see now now can you confirm or deny if we'll see you on the show or not oh i don't know oh, okay. i mean they were on our sidelines they were out there 
Were, I was were on you the sideline during the game. Okay, you were on the sideline. So I, I gotta yeah. be honest with you, I'm I'm really excited to hear. So we're gonna, we're going to be eagle eye in that episode. Yeah. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I am I am Jones in to hear the classic Coach Ernie Garcia line called that weak shit again, Coach. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm not that bad. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm uh, not, that's great. I, on the sideline, I'm a little bit. At this level, I'm a little bit. Um, it's you know what the truth is. I'm so busy just concentrating on my guys, making sure that they don't uh, that they're doing everything the, the way they're supposed to do it. That I don't really get myself into that part of the game because that you know in the semi-pro level you can pretty much. Uh, um, I mean, I could be a hot dog and <laughs> and really not paying that much attention, and, and as opposed to with this one where I got to make sure every single play is is correct and a hundred percent. So. Right. The talking shit part is uh, <laughs> it's a lot less, but but I would say you know I, I can I can pop out with some some one liners every once. That's in a right, while. that's right. No, my some of my favorite memories of this last season was kind of hearing Coach Ernie's commentary in my headset. <laughs> so. Sorry, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. It was good. So it, it it kept the mood light. It kept everybody loose, man. It was it was you know it was it was that you know just. Kind of, kind of made made sure that we all kept it in perspective. Um, you know, one thing I wanted to go back to, Coach, you were talking a little bit about, um, you know, the transition from and and kind of the the steps between. Uh, I, I think, and I think that you went to kind of going from high school to college to the to the semi pro ranks. Um, a lot of the guys that are at least in the PNFL, and I would assume that are you know play play in those kind of the California semi pro leagues. Well, um, have this thought that I'm going to get some film on myself and I'm going to send it to colleges, and colleges are going to recruit me to go play for them. I guess two two questions for you is number one, if you're a semi pro player, what do you need to demonstrate and what do you got to do to get a college to notice you, or or, or at least you know what what would what would you have to do to get city to notice you? And number two, what's the biggest kind of growth area for a guy making the transition from semi-pro to uh, the college ranks that, that really kind of makes him stand out or would really kind of like entice you guys to come um, say, this guy's worth my time. We, we really, um, we really try to, if a kid has been playing semi-pro, we really do not want to see his, um, film we don't want uh we don't want to uh to recruit a player off of semi-pro film we want to um um we don't you know because semi-pro just really, the, really just quick coach, words, could you could you just say that one more time please so that just so we're we're clear you the, do you do not want to see their highlight film no i do want to see your highlight film but i'm not gonna uh show it to all all the other coaches and everybody else because um, the, the, there's a negative, uh, to, to, to sometimes to semi pro, um, where people will think, oh, these guys are getting paid. Uh, you know, just the words professional in the name can, can throw people off. So if a kid sends me his film and I have got film from semi pro players, obviously, but usually, um, we will not use that as a recruiting tool, um, uh, with, with those kids, I've got some kids, I even got some kids from up in the, uh, up in the PNFL that have sent me some film and, um, hey. I, I, I will, uh, you know, and I've, and, and I've, I've tried to get some of them to come down and usually it becomes, uh, a financial thing. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. for most people, you come to San Francisco, it's expensive to live here. Yeah. Um, and so it becomes, that's why I said seven guys in a two bedroom apartment. Yeah. You know? No kidding. Mm-hmm. 
but the but but um, it's it's not a negative, but it can it can be. So we try to um, we don't say he played for me on a semi pro team. I don't say that at the college. I've had players that have played for me and then um, played at City the next year, and I don't say. Oh, he played for me on a semi-pro team because um, it's it's a it's a thing where now all of a sudden people start checking. They want to know, hey, what do you mean he played for you on a semi-pro team? Did he get paid to play? Mm-hmm. You know, was he? You know, and it's right. like, uh, yeah, no, they all pay to play. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, we all know that, but not everybody knows it. So it's a, it's a kind right. of a thing where I'm gonna watch your film. I'm gonna watch your film. The guys that have um, talked to me. You know, I definitely will show film, but I don't, we're not going to use it as a tool and say, look, here's this guy. You know, it's one thing to show a huddle film from high school. Um, I'd rather see, I'd rather say, look, here he is three years ago in high school. Um, and now look at, he's grown, he's bigger and this and that. Um, and um, I don't know if it's coming out right, uh, as I'm saying, the way I'm saying it. But, you know, I have been told, don't say that. Uh, where right. I, you know, I say that kid played for me semi-pro last year. Oh, yeah, I don't say that. Don't say that. Yeah. Now, would you yeah. would you discourage them from actually playing in semi-pro to get better, or or would you just say just don't show the tape? Oh, I would. I, if a kid depends on how old you are. You know, if you're 18 years old, I definitely would discourage them. I'd say go to college first. Okay. Mm. You definitely want to go to the co- go the college route first. You know, why why um, you know, risk. I mean, I, I know guys got to work right away. Kids right. get married, they get babies, they got all this stuff. They got to make money. You know, 18 years old, dad says you got to get a job now, so they can't go to college. And so I get it, but you know, sometimes you get a player who's good and he's 18, and you think to yourself, why is he playing here? He should go to college, yeah. man. And so, mm-hmm. so we talk him into, you know, we'll, we'll talk him into, you know, going to going back to college and doing it the right way, getting your education and all that, which is more, which is, you know, what we do this for Absolutely. is to get these kids, uh, get these kids their education. Right. Edu- education first, football second. Yeah. Right. Right. That's why it's student athlete instead of right. athlete student. Yeah. 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 Somebody probably needs to remind the SEC that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. come on now! Yeah, I come said it. on I, yeah. now! You know what? You know what? I I said it. Ernie didn't say God it, so it's okay. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, yeah man, that's that's big. That's that's big money. Mm-hmm. That's, that's big money. Yeah. Well, we we are not the SEC. Yeah, fair enough. Gotcha. Um, so so you know when you're when you're talking about you know, student athletes and stuff like that. And, uh, have you found that the guys that make the transition, um, from the semi-pro ranks to, to your program or to the JUCO program, um, where, where, where do they typically struggle and, and what advice would you give them? Usually school is, um, where they struggle. That's pe- and that's why they didn't go to college initially mm-hmm. because they probably didn't graduate high school and, or didn't, really want to go to school anymore so school becomes the difficult part for them um you know some kids just uh, you know you play a team and your high school team's zero and ten you know and you you had a bad taste in your mouth about the game so you so, (laughs) so you go to work so you go to work and you know your buddy He's got a friend who's playing on the semi-pro team, and he says, "Hey, man, come out! You should come out and play." Uh, all right, you know, 
And some coaches will be like, yeah, let's give, just give them, yeah, yeah. Rather, I would rather see a young player go to the college level first. And that was mm-hmm. even before I coached that mm-hmm. at the mm-hmm. college, you know. I always was I always wanted the players to go to the go to college. You get a kid twenty five years old comes out, I'm not gonna talk to him about going to play JUCO football. Um, just because he's already established, got a job, he's been working at PG and E for five years now. Why are you gonna go to JUCO at that at that point? But he's eighteen years old, he's working, you know, he's uh bagging groceries or 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 bagging or uh, what do you call that grabbing the carts in the parking right, lot he's over yeah. there yeah cart you the, like, yeah the lot go, attendant go, or whatever go to school man there's and and you know you can get bog waivers and pell grant money and all this stuff where you know you can get some financial aid and go to school do it that way um and and see if there's an opportunity for you and if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out uh, you know but don't give up on yourself Go play, and I, I've always told young players go, go to City, man, go to CSM, go to, you know, wherever, uh, wherever, you know, they might fit. Uh, but it, it, you know, it, it, it's not for everyone, yeah. obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you're a young kid, man, go, go, go sign up and play the JUCO first. Yeah. Oh, that's, so uh, that's, that's priceless, Ernie. We appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. No, it's an amazing, like you know, wisdom. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, we had we had one more question for you, and then we were gonna let you you know talk about whatever you want to talk about. But uh, <laughs> this is one that you uh, you asked me to ask you, and it's about uh, the family atmosphere around football. And uh, so I want to know what you think about that. What what do you think about the family atmosphere around football? I think that. Um... One of the things that um, was I found different from from the the Sentinels and from the, the I coached a team called the South Beach Outlaws. Mm-hmm. Um, we've won two championships in a row. Just just really quickly, and coach. Just really quickly. How many different like outlaws, coach? I was going to say number one, like how many outlaws you've been part of, and number two, is it a requirement of all like semi pro leagues to have a team named the Outlaws? <laughs> Yeah, I think so. Like it must There's be always a, an outlaw or a bandit or yeah, a renegade <laughs> or some kind of rough rider, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been on. A, I've been on a. I was a coach on a team uh, called the Daily City Renegades as well. <laughs> yeah. So I've been on the Renegades. I've been on, actually the first Outlaws team that I was a part of had been a, a cop team at first, and they were called the Lawmen. Oh, there you go. And when they when they left the when they left the 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 cop team, when they decided to become a semi-pro team and instead of playing just other cop teams, they changed their name to the Outlaws. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> That's so awesome. it's kind of a transition. That's awesome. Um, this, uh, the, the, the team that I coach on down here, South Beach Outlaws, is um, I told I, you know, I was telling my wife, I said, you know, one of the things I really like is there's like 100 kids running around during games. I mean, literally – a hundred kids just running around there are, you know, all these players, they all got kids, you know, and, and, and between the two teams, you get all these things. And, and in our league, we don't, um, um, don't have a lot of, uh, fights in the parking lot. We don't have a lot of, um, uh, dope smoking in the parking lot. You don't, you know, I always talk about it smells like semi pro, <laughs> You know, <laughs> I remember you talking about that quite Damn. often. Yeah, yeah, it smells yeah, like semi-pro around here. Smells like semi-pro, and we have 
obviously, you know, the same issue, but, you know, smells like semi-pro on our team too, but we have a, a family atmosphere and, um, I really, I really like at halftime when there's 50 kids on the field running around, you know, it's my favorite part at halftime, you know, I go in, I'll make my two minute speech and then turn around and start watching the kids play because that's the future, man. That's the, mm-hmm. that's the, that's the kid. And so these kids, they come out and they're running around having a good time and I'll start throwing a ball with them and start playing because that's, you know, 10 years from now, that kid's going to be playing high school football you know, he might be on my team. And, uh, you know, uh, I just, to me, the, the, the kids and the family environment, you know, is, is the next round of players. And um, so I really like when, they, you know, you got kids around. So we really, really uh, impress upon our guys about behavior. And, um, uh, you know, we have a lot. I mean, the kid on our team this year, I mean, these guys have – birthday parties and there's 40 players show up to uh, uh one of the kids uh, you know one of the guys on the teams you know kids first or second birthday and there's 40 players with their kids there also and it's a really really family oriented team um we don't uh i really i really i mean these guys they go bowling at night they take their kids to they all have chuck e cheese and they're you know they have bouncy castles and and I, I just like that environment. Uh, one of the reasons I, I stick around with this team is obviously we win a lot, which is always a good you know reason to Must stick around. Nice. That's the that's the fun but, way to play football is to win. <laughs> yeah, but we I mean we've won in the last two years. I think we're twenty five and one. We lost one league game. Wow. Um, and I've got two giant rings uh, for for the last two years. But, but yeah, it's funny. I got the you know I got five five offensive linemen and four of them played D one, and so it's, you know that makes it easy. Oh my, we're stacked. We are stacked. This guy, sure. but it is but it's the family part that I, that keeps me around. I really enjoy it, you know. And there's kids everywhere, and it's loud yeah. and screaming and. And to me, that's the future. I see those kids, and it's like that's going to be our coach. Do you see a direct years. coach? Do you see a direct correlation or a direct impact of the community of having your kids around and having your families connected and having your you know your your lives shared uh, on the you know to the to the cult you know to the kind of to the culture of the locker room and to the on field product? Like, does the fact that I'm playing not just for some dude, but like for somebody who I've I've broken bread with and my kids have played with and, uh, you know, and, and, you know, it's going to now become, you know, uncle Ernie type of thing. Does that translate to the field? Absolutely. Absolutely. These guys, you know, and, 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 and what's funny, you know, I hate to say it, like I said earlier, this team is stacked, right? We are really good. We're good at every position and guys know, I mean, we have guys on our team that come from Los Angeles, um, they, they they come from Sacramento. They come from all over to play for us. And guys know their role. They know they're going to be in in the second quarter. You know, kid comes from L.A., all the way from L.A. to play in a game, and he doesn't start. He doesn't wow. say anything, gets in there, makes plays. And after the game, we go team barbecue, or we go, everybody goes to the nightclub. You know, I don't, but 
I'm uh, old and sure go to bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. But, but right. Why do you but think they, you need a knee, you know, a knee replacement? That's right, man. Yeah. DJ Ernie. Yeah, I'm old, man. Old <laughs> DJ Ernie. You know Ernie out there doing yeah. the stanky leg. Yeah. Getting that Everybody put back. your hands up. <laughs> Ernie, uh-huh. I, I say a hip hop. The hip <laughs> from the window. The, hip, the hip's next. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> You need to get in so touch with Jordan I, I Polk. Definitely, right. I definitely think I definitely think that these guys um, will they play harder for each other um, because because of that. They definitely there's a definitely a family. Uh, you know, people talk about family. You know, you know, family all three. One, two, three, family. You know, but not everybody really means it. Sure. Yeah. You know, I've, I've been I've been on teams where players quit because they didn't get to play, and they're like. You know, he played in high school for one year, and I got a kid who's you know played at a D two, and 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 the other kid thinks, well, why don't why can't why, how come he gets to play and I don't? Well, because he's better than you. <laughs> well, you, don't, you don't say. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a hard thing to tell somebody, but the truth is better than some story. Well, on right. this team, guys realize you know everyone is good they've all played a you know some junior college or some you know some 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 you know the next level after that and they all know their role and they all know they're going to get in they all know when they're going to get in they're all going to guys i need kickoff guys i got 12 13 guys want to be on the kickoff team every time i got to pull guys out no 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 there's 12 in there there's 13 come on two guys out two guys out as opposed to Sometimes you got like six guys on the kickoff team. You start yeah. yelling, "Hey, come on! I need three more! Come on! I need three more!" Nobody wants to run out on the. Kickoff yeah, it's always really it's always really embarrassing as a coach when you got to use a second hand to show up how many you still need for the kickoff team. Right. I need right. seven. I God. need seven. God right. damn! I can't tell you how annoying it is that the quote unquote grown ass men can't figure out how to count to eleven. Jeez. <laughs> Or the worst thing is when you put up a depth chart, you say, this is the first 11, and and if Billy gets hurt, Jimmy, you're in. Right. right? Well, then, you know, when you start looking for these other guys and they don't even, you know, where's he at? Where, you know? Yeah. He's so we don't have that. around don't, with so-and-so in have, the crowd. We don't have that issue. Yeah, yeah. Right. Or he's in the parking lot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mean, meanwhile, you we got We don't your... have that on. Meanwhile, we, don't, we don't have you got some four. Say? Yeah, I was gonna say. Meanwhile, you have some four hundred pound lineman jogging out on the field because oh, he's gonna be on the front line yeah, for the kickoff. Yeah, you know, like yeah. acting like he's gonna be on the hands team. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we, so so we are blessed in 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 the fact that these guys all buy in to yeah. what we're doing, and you know, uh, and if you say, look, uh, you know, I tell if you gotta tell a kid, look, if you don't like it, then. You know, there's a, there's 14 other teams. You know, I, I wish you wish you well, because guys know that, um, you know that that they're going to get their time. This is a long season. All right, we played 13 games two years in a row. 14 wow. games, 13 and 14 games. Yeah, Sheesh. and 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 it's a long season. Guys going to get hurt. Guys got to work. Mm-hmm. Guys got baby baby mama drama. Uh, they, you know, for whatever reason, they can't make it, and they're they going to play that week. Drama. Yeah, so they're going to play this week. So, so you stick around and you wait your turn, and then when you get in, you make plays. And at the club that night, somebody buys you a drink for a great hit or something, you know. Or everybody guy comes off and makes a play. We had a kid on our team who doesn't play very much, and um, 
he goes down on the kickoff and makes a tackle, and everybody mobs him because yeah, you know they the the the, the love that they have for each yeah. other. It's like instead of being jealous or being upset or whatever, guys just love it, man. When a guy makes a play, whether he's a starter or he's fourth string. Yeah, no, he's, he I makes a play and everybody goes crazy. Yeah, for him. coach, I don't know if you remember. I don't know if you were there for this game uh, this last season or or if it was. Uh, I think it was were, the Mountain Men. Yeah, we ended up playing the Mountain Men, and we had a guy named Austin on our team. Who, Andrew Austin. Andrew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who? Who? Oh yeah, uh, Andrew. Who, yeah, yeah. I mean, you remember him? Like he just. Yes. I mean, he was a guy yes. who just came to practice, put in his work, asked questions, yep. did everything we asked him to do. I mean, you know. And and you know I mean he was I mean to you know he was pretty deep on the depth chart so we got him his time yeah. he went out there and I think that he dropped a hit on somebody and dove on the ball and yep. got a big old big yep. old kind of fumble he recovery the, he and he like, dude he is over here doing the Bobby Boucher slap hands slap hands and acting mm-hmm, as though he just mm-hmm. won the Super Bowl it was the greatest moment oh, of his life oh, that our, was so yeah. fun to see and our team celebrated with him for sure oh yeah. my that gosh that's yeah. what it's all about man that's, that's, that's what it's ex- all about that's exactly what. You know, that's exactly what you were talking about. And that's that's fun when you have a group of guys that just come together uh, and and they they fight for each other. They come to practice for each other. They they win games for each other. You know, they're they're not about me, me, me. Got to get my film. Got to get my stats. You know, they, they don't care about that. That is probably the best feeling is when you just have a group of guys that they all they all just want to win football games and they and they're all supportive of each other. Yeah. I'm going to tell you guys the secret to our winning um, on the Outlaws. Hold on, let me, let me pra- get a piece of paper. Let me yeah, hang on, hang on. I'm going to write this down. We practice, we practice in the uh, off-season. You know, we start practicing around December. Okay. And we practice uh, every Saturday until games start, and then we don't practice anymore. Woo! We don't practice at all. Um Hmm. Everybody gets to the game about you know you get an hour early and we do our walkthrough. An hour, and we get dressed. And we get dressed, yeah, an hour. <laughs> we'll walk through, get dressed, get on the field, and start the game. Right. And uh, that's that's uh, uh, I don't recommend everybody do it, but for us it works because yeah. you know you got like I said you got players from LA, you got players from Sacramento. They're not gonna make practice. They, they yeah. come from the East Bay. You know, it's an hour and forty five minutes, and you're gonna come to practice on Thursday night. And I well, in San Francisco traffic. You know, well, and I yeah, think I that you have when you have a group of guys that are well established and already, you know, kind of like steeped in football culture and yeah. and steeped in football in general. I would imagine you can do that, but at the same time, you know, it, a lot of it goes into I would and I, and tell me what you think about this is a lot of it goes into how well established your program is. Like a lot of well established programs can probably get away with that. If you're a new program or you're a young program or you're a program that is going through some transition, um, I would imagine that you you need to kind of be able to put in the hours. Yeah, I was on a team. I was on a team in 2003 um, that uh, we used to practice on Tuesdays and Thursday nights. Um, full gear uh, every week, Tuesday, Thursday night, full gear. Um, and we were 18 and one. We lost one game during the season, but we finished 18 and one. And it's like, wow, how, how do you, well, I mean, you guys, you guys, you guys are like, I was like, oh shit, man, we practice twice a week. That's why. And I find out, I, I come to this team and it's like, you know what? practice nobody even comes to practice because it's too hard to get to practice on thursday night mm-hmm. or tuesday night so it's it's different you know 2003 17 years ago it was a whole different culture and a whole different 
you know, you guys were you guys were young in 2003. Can you imagine uh, back then the way things were? And now, if we got two guys, if we had two nights of practice, we, I mean, we'd score a hundred points every week. Uh, it, you know, uh, yeah. it's yeah, it's like we're that's we're just but but trying to get guys. Everybody's working. Everybody, it's just too hard. So we just don't do it. And um, it's I don't suggest it, but. Right. Um, but, but but it is what it is. Yeah. All right. I got we one. We just don't practice. <laughs> I, I got one last question for you. So the legend of Ernie the Goat Garcia has <laughs> a lot of stories in it. But one of my favorites is that you have a cell phone full of numbers from D1 football coaches. Outside of the obvious one, I think we can all agree on, which is the Washington State head coach. Which D1 football coach is your favorite to interact with? Oh, I don't have a book full of them. That's a lie. It's <laughs> a I lie. I don't. I don't. I, I think. Uh, I think that um, right now. Um, as a matter of fact, right now the head coaching thing. I don't really have uh, uh, too many. Mike Leach is no longer. Uh, you know, I'll tell you something. I'm gonna tell you a funny story about that. Okay. I'm gonna tell you a little funny story about phone numbers. <laughs> this year, I've had the same phone number for I don't know six, seven years, right? Uh huh. When college football coaches they get a phone this year, and they pass that number out to every player and every coach and every alumni booster supporter, they give their number out to everybody. Mm-hmm. And the following year. That number's not good anymore. No, because because now they have a new group of people, new group of players, new group of recruits, and you can't have a thousand people calling yeah. you on information. Yeah, so they change yeah. their they Debo. change their phone numbers now every Whoa. year. They, they, Debo, Debo Sweeney doesn't have the same. Debo Sweeney got a burner phone. Oh my god! They they they, they really don't. I mean. They, they have a burner phone. They have all these things <laughs> where – so you don't have a guy – you don't have a bunch of guys' phone numbers um, that, that that stay uh, – it'll keep that same number. Yeah. You get a different number every year. So, you know, uh, the, 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 the college coaches' numbers are, isn't as uh, a big a deal. The way to get through to college coaches is Twitter. Yeah, really. All, we're, yeah, we're all we're all on Twitter. Yep, and um, that's how we that's how we all communicate with each other. Um, I don't know if you guys have been uh, if you notice or if you have guys have been doing any of these clinics. Every college has been doing during this COVID. They've been doing clinics. Um, you know, uh, uh, I didn't know that. I know old, that. Uh, old, yeah, I know that. Uh, old, was... old Miss. I've been doing the Old Miss in the Southern Mississippi. Ooh. Um, Okay. They they they're uh, talking to Lane uh, Kiffin. Per, per, Purdue, uh, you, Lane Kiffin. The, okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> the, the 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 guys they, they uh, every school is putting on clinics for coaches, and and it's like a six week for the next six weeks they're going to be running mm-hmm. the clinic, uh, and you you know you DM a coach, you say, hey coach, I'm interested to come to the clinic, and then you go on a clinic and you go on a Zoom clinic, and there's you know 300 people on there. And he's just talking football, D line, offensive line, uh, uh, 
things like that. I'm not that I'm not that connected with 300 coaches, believe me. Um, so, but, um, so who's who's been who's been your favorite to interact with over the years? Um, I think. Uh, Jeez, I don't know. I, don't know. I, 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 I swear to God, Ernie, if you say Mike Bellotti, <laughs> I swear to God, I'll never talk to you again. Uh, Mike Bellotti's a—he's a good dude. Yeah, think, he, uh, come on now, he is a good dude. I, think, I, 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 do, I do like Bellotti. He was one of the great ones. I think uh, a guy, uh, a guy who's helped me a lot in the past, Fred Guducci from uh, San Jose State. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. All right, all right. All right. Yeah, he's been—he's been—he's been. He's been, a, he's been um, um, good to me. He's helped me uh, connect with people and um, helped me learn a lot. He's a good guy. Um, awesome. I think that um, I think that because uh, you got a guy's phone number doesn't mean you're best friends with him. <laughs> sure, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Guy follows you on Twitter. You know, you get a message from him every once in a while. But um, um, I think that um, uh, I don't know where you got the. But I got everyone's phone. Just, just it's rumors. It's rumors. You hear things. It's a legend. You hear things. It's just the legend of the goat. You know. It. It. it, we, got, it, it we, got, we had Riley. You know, look into some things. That's right. <laughs> yeah. 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 How's Riley doing? Riley's all right. He's down living in down south now. Yeah. Right? yeah. Man, he's down there in the south. He he's doing his whole Fortnite thing and. <laughs> It's crazy. Yeah, he's, crazy. He works for Epic Games or something. Yeah, he works yeah, for yeah, Epic yeah, Games. Yeah, and he does yeah. uh, some coaching on the side. Too. Yeah, nice. yeah. That's yeah, like me. I mean, coach, I, I I tell people I'm a volunteer. I'm a right. volunteer coach. You know, I don't get paid. Even if they, I mean, I'd pay them to let me coach, oh, and I've yeah. done it before. I've done it where I pay for stuff because yeah. I even did it with the with the Sentinels where I think I, you know. I will pay to, to coach. I, Absolutely. I to coach. Yeah. I, agree I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't need to get paid. I yeah. don't need to get paid. Yeah. I just, uh, or I've turned around and given the money back to the program. Absolutely. But I did get paid. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's awesome, man. Well, I, I, those are all the questions that I had. Do you guys have any more questions? No, Coach, this is absolutely wonderful. I mean, I, I think that uh, this is incredible. I think it's, I think it's yeah. this is really. I mean, just having your insight and your and your ability to kind of kind of speak to just kind of the semi pro game and the college game and the high school game and you know kind of all all points in between has been absolutely phenomenal for us. And and uh, Coach, if uh, if folks wanted to reach out to you directly or or kind of you know kind of keep tabs on city, keep tabs on you. Um, What's what's your Twitter handle that people can reach out at you at? My Twitter handle is at Colby0202, C-O-L-B-Y-0202. And my email address is Colby0202 at gmail.com. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Six, six, five, zero, two, two, eight, six, six, seven, zero. It's not a burner. <laughs> so if I called you this same time next year, you're like, this is this. I'll, I'll still it's, get you. It's, it's still going to be Ernie. <laughs> it's still going to be Ernie. Uh, this number is no longer. I know. I'm going to get that. I'm going to get the Verizon lady telling me that this don't work no more. <laughs> well, hey, Ernie, we really appreciate you, man. We, we really appreciate all your insight. And uh, I, I'll tell you right now, we... We miss the hell out of you up here in the Pacific Northwest, Absolutely. but we yeah. we may have yeah. to we may have to travel down to Make catch a, a city trip. game. Do a, do a live do a live pod from ah. a uh, from a city game. Yeah, and, you know, city game on, Come on we'll down. Do a, we'll do a city game on Saturday and then a Niners game on. Yeah. on, uh, on hey, you know we can say all we want about me coaching all that. My wife's been in the NFL for twenty years, man. Hey, you want to talk, talk about a person connected? 
Hey. hey. Well, the, wife sure. is, the wife is the one connected. I might have to get in touch with the. With I know. What, I mean, yeah, I, I, don't even wanna, I don't even want to follow you on Twitter no, anymore. What's, your, no. what's your wife's Twitter? <laughs> we won't put that the on wife, here. The wife, <laughs> the, wife, the wife doesn't do social media. Okay. Hey, right. Good, good for her. Good for her. Smart. Yeah, she's smart. It's Facebook. That's about it. Okay. Facebook. Yeah, there you go. Like there you go. She's smart. <laughs> well, hey, Ernie, we appreciate your time, man. Uh, and we look forward to talking to you in the future, okay? Hey, guys, remember Black Lives Matter, man. Black Absolutely. Lives Matter. Black Thank Lives you. Matter. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Anytime you guys need anything, man, you know how to get a hold of me. I, I've, I've told uh, uh, I told Patrick, uh, you know, if you got any, you know, I know he was going to be head coaching this year and, and, and all that. And I told him, if you got any questions or you need anything, just hit me up. Oh, I, trust I, me. I, I'm not the guy. I'm not the guy who. I'm not going to uh, big league anybody. I'm not. I'm except not Netflix. Oh, <laughs> yeah. except Netflix. Except Netflix. Yeah, I was. I had to. You know, I was walking and the Netflix cameras were on, and one of the coaches who was with me, I was saying, talking some shit, and he was like, "Coach, watch the cameras right there." And I was like, <laughs> it's, "It's not even on." He goes, "It's always on." Haven't <laughs> you watch the show? So I was like, "All right, I'll be careful." That's right. Well, That's hey, right. coach, I'm. I'm. Gonna, I'm definitely going to be hitting you up soon. So uh, we we're just now getting football back. In the Pacific Northwest, so yeah. let I'll, me know if you need a punter. F- <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Ernie's Ernie's had some good punters at that's City. Right. That's true. That's true. Is, is 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 that one kid still with Miami? The punter, yeah, yeah. Louis Headley, yeah, yeah, he, he had a great year too. And you know Kids what? Their punter the, the punter the year before was so bad, and they were so happy when they got him. And he's a he's a great. Great, and he's 25 years old. He's a grown man. He's yeah, a he's kid. Yeah, wow. Looks like but, but you know what? He's a he's a beast and super. And you know what? Just down to earth, super nice guy. Yeah. You know, and you look at him, and you think, wow, oh, he's all tatted up and all this stuff. He's just a great kid, and um, I'm really happy for him and, and and all the kids. I mean, we got so. I mean, we got so many kids. Um, you know, Aesop Winston's at the when you signed mm-hmm. with the Rams. Oh yeah, college yeah. kid. You know, um, we've got them all over the place. So, um, well, I shouldn't say all over the place, but we've got players that are in the NFL, and and we're, we're just happy for all of them. No, that's, yeah, that's that is awesome, cool, man. man. That is cool. It's why it's why you're the goat, brother. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see. I got a, I got another kid. I got a kid who plays uh, Oregon State. Are you guys Oregon State fans or not? You know, I got a buddy who's an Oregon State fan, and I always uh, we always oh, we always make an effort to get him to. Shoot. A, a kid named Simon Sandberg. He's a he's a four technique, uh, four eye technique. He's a, a, a defensive lineman. He played okay. for me, and uh, he plays at Oregon State now. And uh, he's a big Swedish kid. Hey. And he actually two years ago he tore his ACL, ooh, and ooh. Um, Oregon State signed him anyway. Wow! Um, and he uh, he didn't play the first couple of games. He had some some tendonitis in the same knee, but uh, he ended up playing the rest of the year and. Um, Another super nice kid, and so uh, when he when the, he came down here against Cal, we went to go see him against Cal. We took like twenty players, and then we got all the all the international kids went. We got kids that you know all we had like five or six kids from Sweden and Norway, and so Jesus. it was a it was a good time. But uh, so the awesome. the you guys can follow him because he's up in your neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I will. I'll, I'll let my brother know. He's a student at OSU. I'm gonna there you go. go. There you go. Simon, Simon Sandberg. Simon Sandberg. I'm going to throw that name Number 45. Oregon State contact. There you go. Yeah. Well, Hey, guys, thank you. Thank you. 
for thinking of me and um of course thank you thank you for uh for interviewing me i appreciate it um yeah. no if you lived here I, jake would I, be on the podcast oh <laughs> I, 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 I would absolutely <laughs> defer to the goat just just give him my spot now man yeah i'm good for i'm, I'm good for about an hour of conversation but hey. that's about it you hey. guys got you guys are doing good i was listening today to i listened earlier today to brett's uh brett's interview uh, oh yeah yeah, yeah. that's a good one yeah. Yeah, Brett's yeah. my guy. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. And the inner circle, the inner circle. Where, where, where's the inner circle been the last few weeks, Jake? Huh? Ma- yo, I've been, oh. ha- I've been. Oh, well, I've been handling. I've been handling a little bit of personal business, and so and so. But we'll we'll be we'll be back rolling here really quick. All I, these I, guys, Ken and Ken and Patrick, you guys aren't in the inner circle. No, man. no, Sorry. no. The inner circle. I know is, what the inner the circle inner, is. Though the inner circle <laughs> is the inner circle. We don't. I we don't. It. Ernie, it's more airtight than Ernie. We don't talk about the inner circle, brother. Yeah. What is it? The, you don't talk about Fight Club. We don't talk yeah, about yeah, exactly. rule number one about Fight Club. You don't talk about Fight Club. That's right. That's right. Well, hey, Ernie, enjoy the rest of your night. Enjoy your weekend. Uh, we really loved having you. This was, yeah, was an awesome. incredible this conversation. Hey, this was a, this, it was a lot of fun, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, like I said, uh, no place like city. Black yes, Lives Matter. Let's let's get this thing. Let's get this thing right. Let's yes, get a yeah. football season now. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you, brother. All right. Thanks, Ernie. Have a great evening, guys. Thank you. Man, what an interview. Wow. The GOAT. Golly. So I, I don't I know just, how you can follow that. We yo, might just have to. Yeah, we just, just cut it off right now. Yeah. Cut it off right now. <laughs> Shit. Oh, Jesus. man. Like, and I'll, I'll, I'll say, uh, I said this last week on the pod. I'll say it right now. Like, all you young coaches, all you old coaches, like, uh, get you an Ernie who yeah. just like, has, is a wealth of knowledge. Yeah. Um, no ego, no, I, yeah. I cannot tell you how much better I became as a coach just by having Ernie on the staff and being able to bounce ideas off of and discuss like, yeah. Hey, you know, you know, this is my thought and having a guy who has a lot of experience, but is willing to kind of just go, you know, just share the wealth and not, not have to be, you yeah. know, uh, you know, they have all of his 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 ideas be the ones we use. Yeah, he's not going right. to strong arm yeah. you into thinking yeah. a certain and, way. And he a guy he doesn't and think of it as a competition. He wants the football team to to succeed from yes. whatever position yes. he's in, and so he shares all of his knowledge, takes in everybody else's. Like that's that's the best way to be. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, one of the things that I think that I benefited most, and I think this is a just uh, a credit to Ernie, is uh, you know, even if he knew it was a bad idea, he let it run. Yeah, you know he didn't fight yeah. it. He didn't make it. You know he didn't make it the Ernie show. And, yeah. I, and I think that as a program, we got better because at least we were all going one direction at mm-hmm. the same time. When so many, so many coaches, players, uh, you know, boosters, whatever, like at whatever level of you're at, have to make it about them. Yeah. It was yeah. never about Ernie. And so, so all, all you coaches out there, get you an Ernie. Like yeah. find you a guy like him. Yeah, I mean, when Ernie first came to the sense, like. I knew that he had experience like coaching at a higher level, but I didn't realize like how, like right the intensity the, yeah. of, of the, the level that he was coaching at. And even, even at the semi-pro level that he's yeah, coached at. It's insane. Yeah. It, dudes, like he said, he's he been coaches, around. He coaches D1 players on the reg. Yeah. And, you know, his, his knowledge really showed out. I mean, we had one of the, the, stymiest groups of linebackers oh. in the league. You know, oh, my and, gosh. And, and and it was the, some of the guys that had been with the Sentinels oh, for previous I mean, seasons. Yeah, previous se- I and mean, they previous were Sentinels even and, and go even further back than that. I mean, yeah. like, you know, I mean, these are 
there were a fair amount of guys on the Sentinel squad that I had had, you with know, the with the Vipers yep. and it had been a part of other programs as well. And, and yeah. all of them, you know, benefited from having a guy like Ernie around. Yep. Oh, yep. yeah. So great interview. Guys, please, if you need information, reach out to Ernie. Coaching information, recruitment information, uh, anything college of that sort. Yeah, college information. For all I you thought, young guys. You know, and honestly, what he, what he said was that. was so just like, it, it was very eye-opening for yeah. me. Like, good, you're 18, 19 years old, don't get into semi-pro. Don't. Go, go to college. Yeah, just go, go, to, go to college. Just go it. to college. And just, that's crazy. I expected the exact opposite. Exactly I expected, right. Yeah. I expected right. to get some more experience and then, you know, use that to help you. It doesn't help as much as what he's, like, like yeah. I say, it as, doesn't help. It just it more hinders you, if anything. Yeah, it, it, it actually kind of gets in your way almost. Like right. this yeah. idea that, you know, because you're a semi-pro guy, like you – you know, you might have, you know, whatever going on, some baggage coming along yeah. with it. Go yeah. just, and even, especially, I mean, it seemed like he was kind of even advocating, like, even if you don't live in the area, go find a place that will take yeah. you yeah. And, the, and, and go be a student yeah, and then yep. be an athlete after that. And, yeah. the, and that's, that's, you know, that's kind of where my comment of like, that was one of my biggest regrets was not going out and like seeking that opportunity somewhere else because I didn't get that opportunity to play football uh, in high school my first two years and even my third year because of transfer rules within the PIL. So I had to wait until my senior year to play football. So I only had that one year of experience, but I was very interested. I was very, you know, I wanted to play, but I just didn't know. And yeah. I, and I, Junior all college I, is a good route. And yeah. all I thought was, I didn't see, I didn't even know. I didn't even know yeah. that that was a thing. I didn't know about D2, D3, NAIA. I didn't know about any right. of that. No, right. I, didn't, so, I didn't know either. Yeah. So, so. Got to educate me, yourself. Me right. coming out of high school, I thought it was, well, I'm either going to go to, you know, Portland State or, or Oregon yep. State or Oregon and I'm going to try to walk on. And that, it's not the route that you have to take. No. And, yeah. and if, I, lo- I love that comment from Ernie when he said, you know, at the end of the day, they don't look at your diploma doesn't say D2 NAIA. Right. It yeah. just says right. college graduate. And, and that's one of the things where, you know, if I'm if I'm talking to a high school player and, and I'm asking them, you know, hey, where are you looking at? You know, what are, what are you what are you looking at for your options? Well, you know, yeah, I, I, I only have one offer and. Uh, from a D1 school and it's like, well, how many offers do you have from a D2 school? How many right. offers do you have from a D3 school? Like look at seriously look yeah. at those options because a full ride to a D2 school is honestly, it's probably going to be a better option for you long-term than a, than sure. a partial Co- scholarship from a D1 school. College paid for completely, yep. completely yep. at D2 sets you up to be successful in a way that, you know, walking on at a D1 school does yeah. not. Yeah. You I, can, hey. So my, my, for those who know, my brother-in-law Richard's amazing football player. Great football player. He Absolutely. was offered, he was offered a walk on at Oregon and he is now going to a Juco in Utah mm-hmm. and he's going that route because school's paid for. Yeah. They want him there. He's going to get all this playing time. And from there, you can still go D1. Exactly. And you can still earn that scholarship at a D1 school. But if you get a PWO coming out of high school versus a full ride from a JUCO or a a full two-year ride from a JUCO. And as we've heard, JUCO film way better than semi-pro film. Exactly. Don't settle. And, And... that is the thing that I that I plan on hammering into every high school kid's head from here on out is don't 
settle for the biggest and the and the baddest. If right. you get a preferred walk on from one D one school, right? You know, God forbid it's Oregon State, but don't you don't <laughs> oh. you don't or have Washington. To, you don't oh. <laughs> you don't have to settle for it. No, and, no, and, exactly. And you can go to a JUCO and hone in your skills. There, you can go to a D yeah. two school and still get. All your schooling paid for. Ernie has shown us today through this interview that you can make it to that next level yeah. through a JUCO program. Yeah. yeah. You don't there's, have to go straight to D1 yep. to right. do yep. it. Yeah. There's, there's a lot, like I said, a lot more D2 and D3 football players are getting noticed yeah. by not just college, but NFL scouts. They're getting more and more noticed, uh, you know, thanks to games like the senior bowl, the Reese's senior bowl, yep. thanks to, you know, other outlets where these guys have an opportunity to show out in front of these, these scouts. Don't be afraid to go to St. John's. Don't be afraid to go to Northern Illinois. Don't be afraid to go to, you know, well, uh, Linfield or yeah. George. Well, Fox. how like, many, how many programs, I mean, how many times a year do you see major programs talk about, and especially in the last maybe 10, 15, 10, 15 years, you see guys that are like, oh, he's part of this major D1 program because he spent time at a JUCO, yeah. getting his grades yeah. right, getting his education, yeah. getting, getting, you know, you know what? Maybe and that's you, why maybe we have you, last chance. Yeah, you. I was maybe just say, you, just look at the last why chance. We have all those, yeah. they want to send you to a maybe, D1 school. Yeah, that's maybe you were, goal. I mean, you know, honestly, I mean, like, you know, yeah, maybe at 16, 17, 18, you were a knucklehead and you sure. figured it out right when you, yeah. you know, when you turned 19, 20, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you, and you're a guy, I, uh, I mean, uh, my beloved Huskies just drafted the number one JUCO tight end in America mm-hmm. uh, nice. from Independence College there in Kansas. The, uh, another last chance you program. Yeah. Uh, you see this at Oregon all the time. I yeah. Mean, Oregon. I mean, Oregon State right now is transferring. You is a bounce yeah, back U program. Like guys, all, like, don't like and, and 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 not that there's anything wrong. I mean, all of us we're doing a podcast about semi pro. All of us clearly love semi pro. Yes. Yeah. But don't don't sacrifice your opportunities in education and don't settle for and don't delude yourself into believing that semi pro is what's going to get you to college. You know what gets you to college? College gets you to college. Yes. yes. Well said. Uh, we're at, we're just over an hour and a half. I think I think Ernie was. The best part of this podcast, one hundred percent. I think he's going to be for sure. I don't think yeah. there's anything else. Let's not ruin with yeah. more words from us. One last thing, though, I need you to hit the breaking news. Ooh, you got breaking news? Patty Schefter bomb. Patty Schefter in. bomb. Here we oh go. Oh my god! Just hit Ladies the button. Can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. You need to add like an explosion at the end of that. <laughs> Boom! Uh, or the, the like the the air horn. <laughs> <laughs> and another one. Another uh, one. So there we go. Patty Schefter bomb. Uh, only recently did I learn about this. My team is going to have a football game within the next two months. Ooh! Two months. I uh, and I ironically. The guy that we have on next week is the guy who we're going to play. Oh! So, yes, football in the PNFL it's is back. back. It is back. We have practice starting soon. Uh, 
Give me a hell yeah. Hell, hell yeah. yeah. So in August, there will be a football game. It is not going to be in the Portland area. Unfortunately, we are traveling, but. Is the, it a meet in the middle kind of thing? No, it is oh. it's not. It's a, it's a, the only way we do this is you come Sorry, or it, uh, I don't have a lighter sound uh, for Medford. Uh, I was going to say something about meth, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Methford. Methford. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, we, the Rose City Swarm will be traveling uh, to play the don't know what their name is yet. We'll find out next week. The Warriors the Berserkers program. War, war Zerkers. The, war, the, the war Zerkers. Bur, bur warriors. The, the, the good war, Zerkers. Yeah. <laughs> the Burriers. Uh, the but, you know, I, I'm super excited. Uh, and, and honestly, this makes me really excited to, to talk to uh, our contact next week. Yes. Because we're going to learn a lot more about this program. We're going to learn a lot more about, you know, uh, the reason that they decided to merge. Uh, we're we're going to learn kind of what their thought process is. And I'm just excited to get back yeah. in the, into just have okay. football. Coaching. Just, although Patty, but Patty's okay. going to be taking notes. Well, but I'm going to, okay. But Pat, I mean, Pat, you're going to go play in Medford in the middle of August. Oh, 105 degrees. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, hey, I mean, I mean, listen, that's, maybe? right. Listen, and that's in the stands on the field, bro. Play, listen, playing that grass field. I've been there. Oh okay. no, no, we've both we've been there. We've been there. All right. I, and I know we'll have, I'll make sure that we have the power aid and the Gatorade on deck, whichever one sponsors us you first. You better be playing that grass Kenny, you want to, Kenny, no, like, it's, wanna, a, it's like, turf. It's, it's, it's turf. A, oh, it's that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So mean, so Kenny, you want to go and grab like a, you want to go like, like go have these on a a hotel room we'll just spend the day at the pool and then like go to the hey. game later i might i might have a contact in hey. hey one of my one of my buddies let's from the army trip out of it i i mean I let's could be do the pod I, I could let's be talk, do the pod I could be down there a weekend i could be I talking to a weekend we in august pos- I got, august is open possibly hit the golf course hey. Hey. only nine holes this time all right whatever I'll be I'll, I'll be so much better this time. I won't I won't slow I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I can't be I keep worse. meaning to send you these golf TikToks, but I it <laughs> just be, fucking slips my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten holes no. when I see your mom. <laughs> oh <laughs> Bridget is a saint. God, no, I'm just kidding. God. <laughs> you fucking God asshole. Damn it. Jokes uh, only. Jokes only. <laughs> um but yeah, no, I, I'm really excited. PNFL football's back, baby. Oh, uh yes. You know, we're, we're probably going to semi pro is we're back. probably going to see some more exhibition games. Uh, I've heard about up. a few. Yeah, you know, I I think everyone's just kind of itching to get back. Um, you know, obviously, two months out. Do we have any? Do we have any like rumors about the ICFL, or are they just kind of done? Like uh, they don't want that life. I had, you know, I haven't heard anything. Um, you know, I, after that game, I think the next game that I definitely have on the schedule is the December uh, All Star game. Oh, the one where yeah. Ian's going to steal toys from kids. Yeah, yes. you know. Toys from Tots. He has the Toys from Tots game. <laughs> he hasn't denied it. So, yeah. uh, no, it. We're all really excited. Jeff is extremely ecstatic. Uh, yeah, hell yeah! Hell yeah! Well, I can imagine you guys have been practicing for how long, and then now Dude, you finally like get to do weeks, your thing. Two weeks before <sighs> our season was supposed to start, everything got shut down, and the, the disappointment was in, huge. Like, October-ish. Yeah. November. No. No, no. Late they, September. I was going to say y'all Late were September. practicing well before. Oh yeah, that. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we, were, were, we, were after th- we were hammering. We were hammering things. Damn, there straight we six gave, months of practice. Yeah, no, no we gave everybody. Yeah, y'all, yeah, y'all gave game. everybody kind of like just the you know the the summer off after the last season, and then it said yeah. to get back to work. Yeah, no, and and um, we're all really excited. Uh, we got two months to get everything uh, back into into the way that it was. Right. Get that 
oil back in that machine and, and Surprise, motherfucker. get back in ship shape. Yeah. And you know what? Those yellow gonna jerseys are going to look nice, man. Those yellow jerseys are going to look nice in Medford. That's all I'm going to say. This going to be hot. Well, we're sure. not going to wear the blacks. Hey, all, all, I will say <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, your choice. I will say this from experience. The game's going to be at like five or six. All that doesn't help. Yeah, Still, I, I know. I, every from, game I've played. From experience, call ahead and make sure you can have Gatorade and Powerade on the field. Because there was a game we played in the WWFA with the Pitbulls where it was 90 degrees. It was like 120 on the field. Only water allowed. Really? Was that, yeah, was that it, over you, there at Seton Catholic? I can't remember, but well, no, I no, mean, it was, it was further north. It was, oh, look, it was if okay. Brent can have fucking vodka on the field, I but think... I'm just saying, no, like, like <laughs> literally, like they, they were literally checking our bags as we were walking onto really? the field through a gate. That's for nuts. Gatorade. I, they ain't gonna for do Gatorade. That. They ain't gonna do that at Medford. Yeah. Yeah. I know they ain't. But like, <laughs> you be alright. If you guys could check. color commentate, if we could find a way to like, you know, set up a contract where we can get you guys up in the booth. Maybe we should hit you, up Antoine. Antoine's been he he chatted me up about that doing some color commentary oh, for, for the NFL. Maybe he would want to go down there too. Hey, there you go. Bad yeah, have it have idea. the broadcast. Does Antoine like, listen? Does Antoine listen? Does Antoine, listen? I, I don't listen? know. I'm not friends with him on Facebook. Oh, no, that's weird. What? How's that weird? Oh, oh, I guess yeah. He didn't play for the Pitbulls. No, I forgot. I wouldn't. <laughs> Go to that level. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> the disrespect is noted. Mr. Big Guy over here. Listen, you know how many rings I have? They are who this we many. They were. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, I, I'm just excited, if you man. You want to crown them? Then crown their ass. I, I'm just excited. We, we yeah. got football back. Yes. This, this is awesome. So, uh, great episode this week. Yeah. God, yeah. Great so episode. good. Ernie. Great interview. Ernie, thank you so much. We appreciate him. Next week, it's going to be a good one, too. Uh, Makes me wish I played defense a little bit more. Yeah, maybe you should On the sense. I mean, the defensive coordinator sitting right here. Yeah, I talked to him enough. It it wasn't my fault that you deluded yourself into believing you were a tight end. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just let's check the stat line. Did you have more stats as a D end or as a tight end? Tight end. Okay, thank you. <clears throat> Not the last season, but yeah. They are who we thought they were. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Hey, thanks so much, everyone, for listening. Uh, drop us a like on Facebook. Uh, leave us a comment on people you think that we should interview. Mm. Leave us a comment. If you want to be interviewed. Yeah, if you want to be, be interviewed. Yeah. Ian will not be interviewed uh, no matter how many times he asks. He refuses? No. He just wants. What? No. We don't we want just, to. Why? We can have him on the show. Whenever he wants. He steals toys from little kids. <laughs> Well, yeah, we're going <laughs> to publicly shame him on That's the show. Right. Why you got to take it for <laughs> You son kid? of a bitch. <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's get out of here. We're getting off the rails. All right. Thanks so much, everyone, for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week. This is the PNFL Pod, and we are out.